What a piece of junk. This is the Shattered Order Podcast. Go switch off. If you're looking for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes news, information, and theory crafting, you've found the podcast you're looking for. With your hosts, Goodnight Punk, and Wind Killer Inc. We would be honored if you would join us. Welcome to the 178th episode of the Shattered Woo! Order Podcast. I'm your host, Goodnight Punk. And with me for the first stream of the year 2020 is my good friend Wink. Wink, what's going on? Oh, just seeing clearly into the year, you know, like I have 2020 vision. Just looking forward to some really exciting stuff this year, you know? Like... See, okay, I like well, that one. That was good. That that was actually, that one's never been used before. The no. eyes and the seeing 2020. Well, yeah. I mean, people have used it for this year. But I don't like how everyone's reusing the uh, Roaring Twenties thing. Oh, I haven't like, noticed that. Interesting. I'm like, the Roaring Twenties happened, guys. That's a bad just, idea. Don't do that. Just let that, let that be back then. That's not now. Right. Yeah, pe- people aren't good at letting the past go all the time. That is that yeah. that's one of those things it went away because it needed to. Yes, and also because the 30s came. <laughs> and, and because of that, sure. Sure. But but we can't come up with a, a cooler new 2020 name for the 20s, not the 1920s used name already. Oh, I'm sure something will get thought up at some point but uh, not yet yeah. we're, we're, we're only a, we're only what three days into it so people haven't figured that out yet. that's fine. true that's true i can say one thing i am so glad that the holiday season is over yeah, oh my god oh <laughs> you're telling me it's i'm not a big holiday person it is exhausting it is unbelievably exhausting. Just, just all of it, all of it. It's all exhausting. If it, it's it, as I've gotten older, it's turned into more than just a holiday thing because different sides of my parents' family and my wife's family and everything else. It's like everybody wants to have Christmas on a different day. So like Christmas is really like three or four different days, and you're just. Then you cram New Year's in there. Yeah. And then you had Thanksgiving before that. It ju- it's just crazy. Crazy talk. Yeah. So I am glad we're back to normal. Not to mention, I didn't take any days off this uh, during these holidays. So I worked both Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve. But oh, everyone geez. else, different people took off all those days. So the last like two weeks of work had just been... I'll, I'll be honest, fun. man. I, I haven't worked. I haven't worked much since the beginning of November. So, uh, ah, well, I, you have uh, been. You did have a wedding in there somewhere. I had a wedding, a knee surgery, and 
it's knee been, surgery. Uh, it's, you went to, it's been an interesting Went month. to Hawaii. <laughs> yeah, so... Oh, I'm yeah. kind of getting back into the swing of things, which is nice. It's a good way to start the new year. I'm kind of getting back into the flow. We're done with all that nonsense, and now we're ready to go into talking about you know, things I wish that we, were we saying want is, to see for 2020. I was gonna, you know what? I have a number one, and I'm gonna say it right now. Okay. Wink, get good internet. Oh Lord, help me! <laughs> Lord, help That's me, my, please. So my number one wish. For the year 2020. Our original plan was to stream GA, and that's not going to happen because my internet's but just Winx, being terrible. But Wink's net internet decided to have a war with Skype and didn't even want to start Skype. It's so frustrating. I just, I, I can't <laughs> even. I can't even. One of these days, we're going to start streaming GAs more often, but... Man, it's just like last week when we tried to do the mod streams. A great idea, just it doesn't work because the internet's yeah, it, just. I don't know. No, uh, damn internet. Anyways, all, all right, right, we've well, rambled long enough. Yes, just two more hours of it. Yeah, yeah, you could get you all you need. What all are right, drinking over there. I am drinking coffee because. Like I said, I'm getting back into the swing of things, which means I've been going to the gym. So yesterday and this morning, I got up at 4.30, and I am tired, and I desperately need coffee. So I'm having coffee. What about you, sir? All right. Well, I posted a picture in our uh, in the Alliance and in the podcast stream that people kind of helped me pick which beer I was going to drink tonight. But I wound up on this. You can't even see this can, barely. It's a Lacumbre Brewing Company Mango Pineapple Goes. Ooh, sounds delicious. I do love me some goes. Man, we need a beer sponsor. Come on. Seriously. If any of you guys know, uh, like, a beer company that would be wanting to sponsor a podcast, like, this this is the perfect show. We love beer. I will pimp all of the beers. Uh, Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. Sounds good. All right, so let's go ahead and jump into this. Hey, guys, what did you do in Swoga this week? Man, I got to be honest, not much. Not much <laughs> at all. I I don't think I did anything this week other than Horde stuff. I took Watt up one gear level. He is... Gear 10 now. I literally think that's all I've done this week. Well, I got a little bit more done. Than Did that. you? Okay. Uh, for one, I unlocked General Anakin Skywalker. Oh, snap. Oh. Hats off for Mr. Skywalker. Yeah, I uh, did the event. Uh, I know I only had phase four when we did the podcast last week but i went in and i did the event uh the next day using a little bit or the modding that you had done on there uh and for the most part it worked out well b1 was a lot better off uh with the more offense but i ended up having to change i did let's say i did about an hour and a half of attempts with just the modding that we had done on the stream and was getting nowhere uh nor fast, and then I switched out my fast JKR mods onto Droideka, 
and then I beat it within three attempts. So oh, nice. Yeah, it was crazy. I don't know really what the difference was, but it worked out a lot better. Um, people were always were saying it's all RNG, which which it might have been, but uh, they said you know he they must have he must have hit Troy Decca, but I remember specifically be even on the winning one being frustrated because no one would attack Troy Decca. So I know at least on my winning one, I didn't win because he attacked Droideka. I think maybe that Echo, I think my droids resisted Echo's AOE mm-hmm. and didn't get stunned. That I helps. think that uh, when, I th- I think one of the biggest ones, I think Rex, when he did his second special, the massive attack one, I yep. think that missed as well. So. Okay. I think if both those two things missed, that was definitely what made me beat it. So I mean, those will certainly help. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Because, <laughs> and not to mention, I was able to be kill two people before he stood back up on the first go round. When almost for the hour and a half before that, when my droid deck was slow, I could not kill one clone before he stood back up. Oh was yeah, getting really frustrating. Yeah. It- it's a frustrating event, but there were a lot of other people. I've seen a lot of people in our Discord channel, uh, you know, who got Joanna and Skywalker. He became a bit of a topic in our Patreon-only channel on there, which kind of led us to talk about something we're going to talk about here in a minute, which is modding for Guy Sky. But, um, yeah, congratulations to you and everyone else who got him. Pretty awesome stuff. And uh, for those that are asking, did I have enough Get One to make him useful? I only have 4K Get One left, and I only got him to 60 out of 85. Oh, wow. So I got a lot of work to do. Yeah, I think I was at 20 to 25,000 Get One, which means I still needed 50 something thousand. So that's rough. Yeah, I got a lot of work to do. But, man, as you know, stun guns were very tempting for a very long time with Git 1, and that is what I used it on for a long time. So, Well, that's understandable. Yeah, so we'll see what happens. But I have him unlocked, and I don't have to worry about the event anymore. Yeah. Well, that's good. I'm at uh, 80 out of 100 on him, so I should have him finished... By the time the next light side territory battle starts. Oh, very nice. That'll be helpful for sure. Yeah, pretty excited about that. I gear 12 and Zeta Arc Trooper this week. So now I'm working to get him to gear 13 to relic him out to go with my other relic clones. And then I'll be good there. The problem is on Watt Tambor, I got stuck at gear 9 because he needs a Cairo. And so does General Real Skywalker at the same level. Not the same level. General Skywalker needs a freaking Cairo to get to level eight or gear eight. Yeah. So, yeah, I think I'm going to go straight to Skywalker after Arc Trooper. And then Watt Tambor's gear nine. And I've heard people say that that's a good spot for him, at least until you need to gear him or you can gear him. So, yeah, that that's where I've had that. mindset not for a while. And with the Zeta, he's still really good i mean uh if you make him pretty speedy you can usually get off two of those buffs before some aoe just 
takes him out, but you know, he's still really effective in like a crew team or I mean, GG team, what, you know, whatever. I'm more looking forward to throwing him into that phase one uh, special mission because apparently he makes it ridiculously easy. Yeah, that that will be nice. We are 83 out of 85, so uh, we will definitely have him six star here pretty soon, which is exciting. Yeah, for the very least, can be used in those first two phases at that point. So, yeah, unlike light side territory battle. I'm amazed at the number of people that have uh, Relic Watts that I've faced in Grand Arena. So many people. So oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. Yep. So You know what they don't have? Relic Kayata Mundi. That's true. Because they nobody does. It's <laughs> even close. Yeah. Uh, we'll get there eventually, hopefully. Eventually. Uh, well, um... I also got uh, just an update. I think in the next day or two, okay. I should get my Vulture Droid and IG-1000 to 7-star. That will be helpful. One is 90 out of 100, and the other is 91 out of 100. Wait, you don't have a 7-star Falcon? I have not had a 7-star Falcon... Remember when Journey Guide came out and I told you that I was able to six-star Falcon because I didn't even realize I had the things for it? Oh, my God. Yeah, I've never... I unlocked Falcon when it came out and then never went after those ships that you need for it until recently. So, I'm about to get... Yeah, like I said before during the weekly thing, once I get IG-1000 to seven-star, it basically means I'll get Millennium Falcon to seven-star as well. So, jeez. Yeah, it's going to be nuts. It'll be awesome. It'll be unlike unlock it'll be like unlocking three seven star ships at that point. Yeah, pretty much. That'll be pretty sweet. Very so, yeah. Very exciting, very exciting. All over it. Yeah, that's pretty much everything that I did this week. I don't really think that there was that much going on either. I think the only other thing I've kind of really done this week is kind of testing my new Relic Bosk, who is Relic 4, which I did last week on the stream. His ship survives much better. Uh, very nice. And I've been trying to test him and Boba together in Grand Arena as a undersized squad. Oof, it's mm-hmm. not very good, surprisingly. Um, <laughs> I have them both at Relic 4, and they're modded really well. It's just they don't really do what I need them to do. So I'm trying to decide if I'm going to just throw Dengar in there so it's a badass 3v3 team or if I'm going to throw it on defense and just give someone a pain in the ass to deal with. I have not decided, but um, I've lost a couple grand arenas just because I've been testing undersized teams, that being one of them, and that being one that I've kind of given up on. (laughs) Interesting. Yeah. You think that maybe? Do you have Imbo? You don't have a relic Imbo, do you? No, he's gear eleven. I'm kind like of a, curious how Imbo, a Bosk lead Imbo, would go. Bosk would never, or Imbo would never die. <laughs> yeah, the uh, and he's got really good damage, so that might be something. I, I mean, Bosk and Boba, they're really good together, and, and it could take out like some weaker teams, but. You know, I'd rather just 
I think I'm better off just throwing Dengar in there and using the team to take out something that's like really good, you know, rather than mm-hmm. trying to undersize something. I'm really curious how many people have tried the straight up Zam Dengar Greedo combo for the thermals. That's interesting. Like just a straight thermal uh yeah. annihilation there. Hmm. Um one last thing to mention. Thank goodness Arc Trooper seven stars now because I've gone back to signal data, which meant I was able to relic four uh Ahsoka, General Kenobi, and um one other one. B one. So I'm starting to get back into my relics and get Everyone that wasn't art relic four that I've relic so far. Oh up yeah. There. So thankfully, thankfully we're back to that. Very very nice. Very nice. Yep yep yep. Alrighty, before we go into something really exciting that we haven't done in a while, that man, this is a kind of exciting show. We're doing a bunch of things we haven't done in a while, but that people are familiar with. But real quick, we want to tell you about our friends over at Blue Designs. Uh, bluedesigns.com go check out all their hey, merch and products and just really great stuff uh, awesome microphones and headphones uh, we use the satellites which I think are discontinued but they have a bunch of really great headphones they even have um, they teamed up with uh, you know because they're part of Logic Tech now they paired up with Astro and they have a Astro headset with a blue mic like incorporated on it it's supposed to be pretty pretty sweet i have not tested it but it sounds pretty legit um, oh yeah no doubt so if you guys need a headphone or a headset or anything go check out those guys and um we don't have a promo code unfortunately but uh we should ask about that i, I thought we her, should we ask supposed to be getting that. a new one so we'll see maybe we just missed an email yeah, that that is a good question. We should check into that. Um, but yeah, go check out those guys. And now yep. it is time for something very exciting. Pump up the excitement. <laughs> Since everyone loves a good poll, let's dance through the results and see what you thought this week. Oh, yeah, that's right. Everyone gets excited for the poll. It's back. <laughs> I didn't make a very long one this week because the main thing I wanted to was ask the last question I had on the poll to kind of go with our main topic. But I did want to ask about General Anakin Skywalker as well. So we're only going to go over the first two questions. And then when we get to the main talk- topic, we'll go over the other answers you guys gave for the third question. And then we'll go from there. So let me bring this up. So you guys can see the answers, and we'll go from there. All right, 99 people responded, so thank you to all 99 of you. Uh, Your responses are appreciated. Uh, First question was, were you able to unlock General Anakin Skywalker on his second event appearance? Right, so we just talked about how I was able to unlock him after a little bit of remodding. Uh, I put on, I put here in my answer is the one that it took a few days. Uh, I didn't need any gear. It just needed a little bit of mod work and it only took a couple of days because of the fact I waited till after the podcast and the mod stream, uh, which was a day and a half after oh, it started. Yeah. So 
I probably could have done it on the first day, but yeah, because I had the gear. But yeah, you definitely did. Uh, 28% said they finished it the first time, which is actually kind of surprising. So there's 6,000 people that got it the first time out of everyone that plays. And a good chunk of our listeners, a major chunk of our listeners that did this poll, the biggest chunk had already got him. So that's kind of cool. Um, but the second largest chunk uh, was kind of interesting. 25% of people said, no, I was not ready or had other gear slash farm commitments. Does anyone checked on swagaga.com to see how many people have... Uh, General Anakin Skywalker after the second time it came around? I have not checked. That is a good question. I'm actually kind of curious if it doubled. So if anyone in chat can run over to Swaga, Swagaga and find out how many General Anakin Skywalkers there are, that would be appreciated because I'm kind of curious. But yeah, so almost so fifty over 50% of the people that took this poll had either unlocked him already or weren't able to do it so interesting hmm. correlations there or you know not correlations but uh opposite ends of the spectrum filling up yep. the mo- major chunk but then when you get into it uh let's see here 19 percent but basically 19 percent for two more slices and that is both of the yeses so 19% for yes, gear and mods were ready to go, beat it first day. And 19% for yes, but it took some gear and mod work and a few days. So uh, almost 40% of people said that they were able to beat it on this uh, second run. And then that's very interesting, people, actually. 10 people out of 100 said, no, I was close, but ultimately didn't make it or gave up. Oof. Which really that's rough. Is painful. I feel for those ten people. I do, and too. I know a lot of people that have messaged me and said, you know, I don't know what I'm going to do if I don't get this guy. And for yep. ten people to not get this guy, I'm sure that was very uh, demoralizing. There. Yeah, I talked to a number so. of people that were kind of like that, that were in that boat, and I feel like there was a pretty good chunk of people that you know just were very frustrated with you know, the lack of um, being fully prepared for him. So. Yeah. Yep. I guess there's always next time. You never know how soon it might come back. But think about this way. I mean, the resources that you didn't have to dump into that hopefully will be able to be used for whatever this next thing is that's coming. Trying to put a positive spin on it here's another way to look at it if you don't have to get one for him the only thing you're getting out of unlocking him this time as opposed to next time is a leg up on everyone else for gearing that's true because if you don't have enough to i mean i guess i that's looking at it from a territory battle perspective for me because my initial thought is i need to use him in territory battle i'm not going to get him ready or seven star to use in territory battle for a long chunk of time. So to me, unlocking him now, it's not been that big of a priority to start gearing him just because you've seen a lot of people struggle with him at low stars in Narina, and uh, you really need him for that territory battle. So 
if you if you're saving get one now, unlocking him later is still not as bad of a deal, I don't think. Because so, you might you might get him to seven star in the same amount of time that I do unlocking him this time, is what I'm saying. You know what kind of drives me crazy? Uh, people talking about how he's worthless at six star. Um, he's not. He's he's really good at six star. I'm I'm a huge uh, even. I mean, I know it's gear eleven, and we live in a relic world, but he is still really really good. Now, is he good as a leader in the meta? Not. Sus- I mean, it's not great, but it's it's passable to some degree. However, he can still fit in Jedi teams. He can still fit under Padme. I use him in my Padme team. He makes killing Malak stupid easy. Um, and then, you know, I kind of pull him out and switch things around whenever, you, you know, I face another General Skywalker team. But um, he's he's quite good. Yeah, I mean, I plan to use them on things, and I guess my uh, reasoning there was mostly about the fact that uh, territory battle-wise, I'm not going to be able to use him for a long time. So, yeah. But I do plan on gearing him up still and using him for territory wars, territory or grand arenas. I mean, he still has a, a good value there uh, once you get him into a good spot. So, Especially, like I said, I got my arc to gear 12, going to get him relict here in a minute throw him in with all relict 500 first and you're still gonna people are still gonna have a hard time yeah for sure uh second question was if you participated and this is a question that i kind of argued with some people on discord about but if you participated did you enjoy the clash on camino event 38.7 percent of people said no i found it too difficult annoying rng based i had two no's on there the first no was no i found it too difficult annoying strategy based and then rng based basically strategy based was there's a strategy to it but beating it using that strategy is just too hard or annoying or trying to beat it is too rng based and annoying which to me is how you could describe padme the first time around without the reworks that's the worst event I've ever done in my life. I yeah. almost quit this game over that Padme event. It was awful. It sucked. I didn't like it. Yeah. It was it was made for the reworks. This event was was made, you know, I mean, it was made and you have the reworks that it was kind of made for. Um, I, for the most part, I actually enjoyed this event, um, you know, when I'm- I did the first time. Right there with you. Now, it might be because I only spent a total of about two hours do- playing it. And I think that the correlation of having fun doing it to hours spent doing it makes the enjoyment go down very considerably. But doing it for two hours was enough to still be fun for me. And I didn't yeah. think that every single phase was RNG-based. Like, phase two, straight up Straight up strategy based. Once I realized what the strategy was and totally how to do agree. it, yep, did it on the next one or two phase. Never next one or two attempts of all of and these then, legendary type events. I think that phase two is maybe the most well balanced. I mean, as far as what it takes to beat it, it's very strategic. Once mm-hmm. you figure it out, it's all about the strategy. There's not really that much. 
that and it can, wasn't and people will say it's speed based, but I didn't change the speed on my team at all. I got three stars on it, and none of them had been changed, and they weren't all crazy fast. Yeah. So it basically boiled down to getting translation out there on Shakti and Padme. Uh, making sure you called in C-3PO to lower your cooldowns, you know, stunning General Grievous every chance you could with Padme when it was down to just him, and as long as you were getting those stuns off every time because C-3PO was lowering your... I mean, there was a lot of strategy that Phase 2. Now, I will agree that Phase 4, there was a lot more RNG to Phase 4, Primarily but, with Echo and his stuns, and is he going to AOE? Is he not? That was and, the frustrating uh, part for me. Can I get crit he, d- immunity up? And if I do, will they try to hit him with crit immunity up? I will admit Phase 4 was a lot worse off for um, strategy versus RNG, but yeah, I don't know. I think that one, yeah. that one boiled down to a a mod strategy type game over over in the game. You wanted good RNG and your mods to be right on that one. But I definitely had more fun in Phase 2 than Phase 4, but overall I liked the event, and I was the same way with Malak. So, I mean, this is nothing new for me, but I know a lot of people hated the Malak event as well. But I think these two epic confrontations, when you are geared for them and you're not trying to under-gear them, because that, I know that makes it a nightmare. I think it's yeah. actually pretty fun. So, Yeah. I pretty much agree with you. So, uh, Miss Etc. in chat is saying 24,676 people have gas. Does that sound correct? Well, the first time around, 6,000 people got it. And yeah. I was going to guess that that right. would... I was going to guess that that would triple. So, and that's right around in that... I mean, that's about quadruple. So right at yeah, that's, yeah, that sounds right to me. Yep, interesting. Right. I agree. Uh, that's a pretty good number. I, I mean, I don't know how many people actually play the game, but uh, you know, it sounds like a lot of people. So, and here's what makes here's what makes that event more fun to me than territory battles. You screw you something up in a territory battle, you have to wait for a month to try again. Yep. If you're playing these events, you can play it over and over until you figure it out. Or yep. you get good RNG, depending on what you say. But the, like, Elon, uh, one of our officers in Shattered Order, has always advocated for, not even for the ability to back out of a territory battle combat mission, but just for the ability to restart it. To try your, try what you're doing differently in a battle. Just to that be able be to not have to wait a month to try to figure it out a second time. So, I don't know. Yeah, twenty-seven stars. I'd say not twenty-six thousand. Twenty-four thousand. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's probably like God. I don't even know what the number would be. Um, apparently, two thousand six hundred and sixty-six people have him seven starred. That is crazy. With six thousand that got him two and a half months ago, only still only twenty-six hundred have seven stars. That's, That's a nuts. little over ten percent, like twelve percent or something. That's crazy. Um, in the the second highest batch after the no, I found it difficult. Annoying RNG based was I did not participate. I didn't meet the requirements with twenty four percent, and then the next chunk, which is where I was. Yes, I enjoyed it. Twenty three percent, 
And the next highest chunk after that being, I was so-so about the event with 12%. Uh, No, I found it too difficult. Strategy-based was one of the smaller pieces of the pie with only two people voting for it, as well as I did not participate, which was uh, was an option for about three seconds. So someone clicked on it before I could delete it. Uh, Someone was able to pick that one. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, pretty sweet. So that's what we got for the poll. I got, if you could see it on the screen here, if you were granted one quality of life change not content related in 2020, what would it be? We got 84 responses, so we'll go over a few of those when we get to our main topic. All righty. Sounds good. We want to do something we haven't done in a while. Um, Kind of got a little What's backlogged. <laughs> it's free stuff. Free um, stuff. Hope you guys uh, renewed your Twitch Prime subs and uh, got your uh, Patreons. Yeah. So, um, want to give a big shout out and thank you to all of our patrons who support us every month. Uh, you guys allow us, you know, to. To kind of keep doing what we're doing, you know, um, you know, the podcast is free, always is. We don't charge anything for it. Just go and download it, and you guys are nice enough to give back, and we really, really appreciate it. Um, you know, just gives a, you know, allows us to upgrade gear, you know, the green screens and you know stuff like that. It's how we got the soundboard and all that sort of stuff, and. Um, you know, now we got a got another show covering other Star Wars stuff. So, uh, all that stuff is a big shout out and thank you to our patrons and Twitch subscribers. Um, I would like to individually call out all of our amazing patrons. So, big, huge thank you to Supreme Vengeance, Boo Earns, Jitsu Jet, Apocalypse, Tyrek Thorn, J Pod, St. Louis Brews, Sig Sig, Chicken Bottom. Ben and Z, Quoth, Azazel, D Money, Bedor, BMZR, Z Splash, Noel, Ruskies, Rock Recoil, Ron Paul Bunyan, Dean Paxton, Zyzer, Seafron, Han Pikey, Mike the James James, Puddinskins, Sokar, Spicewood Foo, McMull 2, Fozzy Ewok, Darth Molly, Curvaceous T Dum, R3S6 was innocent. Michael Bluth, and last but certainly not least, Saul. <laughs> Better call Saul. Oh, indeed. <laughs> That's very important, dude. I've been I've been rewatching uh, Breaking Bad. I'm already into the last season. I forgot how great that show was. Yeah, it's 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 a really really good show. I think we finished it earlier this year. Uh, that was my first time watching. It, it was pretty awesome stuff. So, so yeah. All right. Anyways, I was uh, off the rails. Um, alrighty, my man. I need some help from you. All you know right. what? No, I need some help from our listeners in the live stream. We'll go with the first number that somebody pops out. I want a number between one and twenty. One and twenty. What do you guys got? Let's hear it. 
No one can blame us at this point. Alrighty, 14. That is Bedor. So, Bedor. Uh, awesome. Bedor is going to win a $30 gift card. Congratulations, Bedor. Woo! Very exciting. Um, <laughs> all right. I hear the excitement I'm, in your voice. Let's go with the... Um, let's go... Someone throw out another number. The next number I see that's new on there, between 1 and 37. 1 and 37... Alrighty. Is that a six? That is going to be Mr. J Pod. J Pod, what is the deal here? A former LSO member and then a current LSO member. Ooh. People are going to say it's rigged, except you picked the numbers. That is true. We have (laughs) proof. We have proof. The proof is in the chat. All right. But we're not we're not done. So, um, GMP, give me a number between one and eighteen. One and eighteen. We yes, will sir. go with sixteen. Sixteen is going to be Ruskies. Ruskies. Kind of like Ruskies, but different. It's like you stopped saying letters when you got drunk. <laughs> we need another Ruskies. Indeed. <laughs> God, I say that word a lot. Drives me crazy. Indeed. Indubitably. Um. Alright. Uh, next number that I see in chat. Between 1 and 34. Between 1 and 34. And... The winner is Jitsu Jet. Jitsu Jet. Congratulations. Heck yeah. So congratulations to all of you guys. Uh, Hit me up and we will get you a gift card if you would like it. And and I think we also have... uh, we have two more to give away to some Twitch people. I have the Twitch list, so Ooh. I'm going to... All right. Two numbers between 1 and 31. The first two I see are the two winners. And Alrighty. then we'll go from there. So go ahead. I'll pick two numbers out of it. All right. We got 29 okay. and 2. All right. So all 29 right. is B Hammock 2. Congratulations. As well as E Highwind 007. Very exciting. Yes, thank you to all that are out there watching our show, listening to our show. We appreciate all of our listeners for your support and uh, just for continually listening to the show over the last almost four years now. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy we've been doing this this long. and uh... Four years. That's a... I mean, once we start talking about like percentage of lifespan at four years, that's that's you're starting to in- get that number to be a lot higher than you would think. It would be. Yeah, that is no kidding. <laughs> it's it's crazy. Um, 
So thank you to all you guys. And um, have you guys, we're about to do some changes to our Patreon uh, rewards and stuff. If you guys have any good ideas, um, hit us up. Beagle Squadron's uh, got let some. Us know. Yeah, we got a we got, <laughs> we got a member of Beagle Squadron in timeout, and so he's just on the other side of the door, and not a happy camper. Not not happy about it. No, most people aren't happy about timeouts. So yeah. I understand. Yeah, it happens. But all right, so it is time for us to jump into a little bit of a modding segment. I think this is gonna be a lot of fun. Um. General Anakin Skywalker. I've seen a lot of questions about him. It looks like everybody has him modded differently. Um, the you know there's there's a lot of questions. It's a complicated kit. We've talked about him in the past. Theoretically, um, I, I would like to dig into him a little bit more, talking about just a couple different aspects of him. And um, yeah, what do you think? Let's do it. I got him. I'm ready to uh, mod mine. All right. Very. That's what I like to hear. That is what I like to hear. So, um, let's go and look at uh, something that I really love is, of course, on Swagaga, you can go and you can find all these really cool statistics and, you know, just all the stuff that they have. And I am going to go and look at... Uh, what they have. If you can bring this up, GMP, on the uh, stream, that would be awesome. If you Which one do it. you want up? Uh, the player data. Go to the player data for General Skywalker and then the mods tab. Okay. Swagaga. Uh, General. There are a lot of generals. Veers, Kenobi, Hux, Grievous, Skywalker. All right. And player data, mods. All right, I've got it up on the screen. All righty. Okay, so uh, let, let's go filter by rank 10 and look at the various mod sets that people are using. And this is, of course, in of all the people, this is collected from data of 2,444 characters and... It breaks down the mod sets that they are using. And this is kind of interesting. And I'm going to talk about why this is and why it's not the best thing you should be doing. So, uh, the two largest percentages is 17% of people using a crit damage set with a crit chance set. And then there's 15% of people using a health set with a crit damage set. Now, there are a lot of things that can factor into this, of course, but that is 32% of people right there. A third of people that are using crit damage set, and there's way more than that. There's another 7%, I see, another 4%. Um, There's a lot of people using crit damage set. Almost close to half the people using him are using a crit damage set. And, of course, if you're using crit damage set, you're using... uh, you know, the idea of him is to make him attack strong. You know, you want him to be very dangerous. Um, 
But this is maybe not the best way to be going about doing this. Uh, the next thing, GMP, I am going to ask you to pull up were the images that I sent you. Let's start out with the one that is one offense, uh, one offense primary. All right, it's up there. All righty. So if you guys check this out, this is, of course, off the spreadsheet that I made that you can download on shadowroar.com slash mods. Um, unfortunately, you do need the numbers app from Apple to actually view it. I'm working on getting a Google version. I just, I don't have time to be perfectly honest, but I'll get to it eventually. But all right. So the blue line is modded with the crit damage set and the green line is modded with an offense set. So this effectively gets the going with a crit damage uh, mod set Gets you to effectively 272% critical damage because you would be at 222 modded as your base. And then you get the 50% bonus from, um, uh, what is it, having, I want to say it's having all five. All oh, five hundred first. Yes. Um, so that 50% crit damage is super awesome. And yet, by going with a crit damage set, even though he has... Plus 50% crit chance. This is the biggest reason pe- people go with that. I think it is a little bit misleading. If you've been listening to the show for a while, you you're, you probably know where I'm going with this. But one of his unique abilities says that if all allies are 501st at the start of battle, General Skywalker gains the following bonuses. 100% counter chance and 50% critical chance. Which means he's going to be critting a hell of a lot. So people just go with crit damage. But as you can tell by this chart, if you go with one offense primary, which you will be going with anyway, that's just your square. So if you have, you know, protection or whatever, this is also assuming a crit damage triangle. Uh, Because you're not, the odds of you using a crit damage or offense set without a crit damage triangle is slim. It's kind of pointless. You might as well use it. So, that is one assumption under all these scenarios I'm going to talk about. And if you use the uh, crit damage set, you, even on a critical hit, you will be doing less damage than you would do if you were using an offense set with one offense primary. So you could load up with, say, three protection primaries and just jack his protection up through the roof which is a great strategy for him because of the way his mechanics work, obviously. And you would still be better off going with an offense set, uh, no, no matter what, even on a critical hit. Plus, you also have the advantage of the higher baseline on a non-crit, which is going to happen pretty often against like a Padme team or something like that. So it gives you... Um, it makes it more difficult for those Padme teams to counter you because you'll be doing you know, more damage when you don't crit them. Plus, you'll be doing more damage when you do crit them. So, that is uh, that is that scenario. Um, now, let's move on to what what it looks like if you use two offense primaries. By going to two offense primaries, when you compare the two, um, it is still a little bit more advantageous to actually go with the offense set. So if you're one of those people who likes using the offense plus, 
this would generally be your situation. This is also not assuming any additional secondary offense because that will murky this up a little bit, which is, of course, why I made the chart. So you can just plug your numbers in and figure out exactly what's better. But um, even with two offense primaries, on a critical hit, you will be doing more damage by using the offense set than you would a crit damage set. Um, and the number that I pulled on here is his base number at Relic 7. It doesn't particularly matter what Relic level he's at. This is all going to be the same because everything I'm talking about is percentage-based. So it's all going to scale equally. Um, so keep that in mind. But uh, you sound like you had a question. No, no. I was just laughing at the way you were able to yawn through that. And I actually didn't hear it. I only saw it. Oh, did did I really? Nice. Yeah, that was impressive. impressive. I was. <laughs> you're learning new skills as you practice this over the last year. I, I'm trying to. Why get chatty when I talk like, about mods? seamlessly on? Yes, it was. It yeah. was a beautiful thing. <laughs> Very nice. Um, all right. So the other thing is three offense primaries. Let's look at that. So if you advance to three offense primaries, which of course would be. You have the square, you have the plus, and you have the arrow along with that crit damage triangle. This will probably not be a good way to go on him. But at that point, you would be better off with a crit damage set than a crit damage triangle on a critical hit. The crossover point at there would be just under 92% crit chance, which means if you have higher than 92% crit chance, you're better off. Uh, going with that crit damage set. If you're lower than a 92% crit chance, you would still be better off with an offense set. This is just kind of crazy. Um, so you get 50% crit chance from... His unique. His unique, you said. So at this point, if you have three offense primaries and you're rolling around 30% crit chance before mo- bef- with mods, then that's where crit damage so my six star gear eleven general Skywalker gear eleven. So I'm sure he gets some crit chance in whenever he moves to gear twelve and also gear thirteen. But right now mine's sitting at thirty nine point seven percent crit chance. Only five percent of that is from uh, secondaries, and so that would effectively have him at ninety percent crit chance, which almost gets me to that mark. Yeah. So it's, I mean. For the most part, um, you're not going to be going with three offense primaries. It's not optimal. It's going to be too easy to take down, in my opinion. I I kind of think the best way to go is either with one or two offense primaries. And I think that's going to depend on what you're facing. In a mirror match, you might be better off going with the two, just because when you get down to that point where it's... Uh, Skywalker versus Skywalker, which is where everyone seems to get hung up. You may be able to out-damage them. Not to mention, with as many people that are running crit damage as they are, you will have an advantage by going with that offense set. Um, You know, being able to up that. And, of course, you can use the chart, uh, you know, just try to figure out those numbers. But I run three protection primaries on mine with a crit damage... um, uh, crit damage triangle and i actually have a crit damage set on him currently and um that's something that i will probably end up changing um i just there are kind of some unused mods that i threw on him but um i 
I kind of think the offense set is a really great way to go. As for the other set, you don't need crit chance. He has the 50% from the unique. He has pretty high crit chance anyway. He's going to be at 100% crit chance most of the time. The only thing that you might get in trouble with is characters that do negative crit chance or crit avoidance or something along those lines, um, which you're not really going to run into. So I don't think there's any need in adding any additional crit chance because he's either going to crit or he's not. Padme, you're not going to crit while they have protection up. So increasing crit chance doesn't do any good. I'd rather add survivability. So that leads us to either adding defense or health. And there is a bit of a balancing act that you kind of want to have with those two more than anything. Um, I don't particularly have any set rule as far as that goes. Um, I I would like to eventually make some sort of thing kind of like this graph for, you know, effective HP versus defense. I just haven't done it. haven't figured out a good way to do it to make it useful. But the way he gains the bonuses, he gains the 25% defense and 15% max protection for each other 501st ally until they are all defeated. Um, you know, that that's the reason we want to go with, uh, obviously, protection as a primary. It's I don't think there's much arguing that that is kind of the best way to go. Speed arrow... Maybe, maybe not. Kind of depends. Um, he gained, you know, once everybody's gone, he gains 35% turn meter. The speed doesn't matter. He's gaining turn meter at such a high rate. Um, Which brings me to an interesting point. Uh, the So, you know, when you go to basic mode on mods, you can auto-assign mods. Yes. The auto-assign mod configuration that it gives you is the fourth highest uh, count on the mod sets on Swaga, and that is speed set, health set, and huh, the auto, the one it, the one that it suggests in game would be protection circle, protection uh, cross, speed try or speed uh, arrow, arrow, and then a uh, it actually did crit damage for the triangle. Okay, that's interesting. I mean, I guess that's not terrible for a no, I mean, that's auto, a pretty for an standard. auto assign. Yeah, so that's reasonable. pretty decent one. But for yeah. me, I don't have the speed mods that I really want to take off of my other characters that need them and are more effective with them than he is. Totally so fair. Just, but it is interesting that, you know, 239 people or 10% of top 10 people using uh, General Anakin Skywalker in Arena are using that auto-assigned loadout. I don't know that they auto-assigned themselves, but they chose the same as the auto-assign, basically. Yeah, that's kind of interesting. That's a good point I hadn't thought about. Um, hmm, interesting. Um, but yeah, as for that other set... I- you know, I kind of, th- I kind of lean towards defense. Um, like I said, just because he has all that protection, I think defense is a pretty good w- way to go. Um, Any the- time you can find a way or a place to put defense mods on, if you have good ones that you don't have a place for, that's a pretty good choice. 
Especially when you can use your health mod somewhere else where the defense mods wouldn't be any, of any help. So yep. if that plays into your decision at all, I would do it that way. For me, I'll find my best defense mods and happily put them on them if if they're going to help them more than I can find them helping anyone else anywhere. So. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, And then one last thing that I kind of want to talk about with him, uh, something that, you know, I see kind of misunderstood to some degree, you know, in various places. So he has in his leader ability, when an enemy gains a buff, all 501st allies gain 2% offense stacking until the end of the encounter. And I see a lot of people that, and I'm kind of surprised there's not more people running offense just because I see this so often. But a lot of people think that automatically means that offense is the way to go because you're stacking offense. The problem is when you're stacking that base number and then it multiplies on a you know critical hit, it doesn't particularly matter. It's, you know, whichever one was better before all those stacks is still going to be better on a critical hit. It doesn't matter. The only difference is... When you don't critically hit, you do more damage. So that is, um, you know, just kind of one thing to think about as far as that goes. You know, that will make that offense set even a little bit better versus, you know, those Padme teams and such. Um, Just because you do have that bigger base number that is multiplying. Uh, you know, that's kind of where your offense set catches up to your crit damage set, you know, in these stacking situations. Uh, like Asajj, she gains, uh, you know, she stacks her crit chance so quickly. She very quickly gets to 100% crit chance, and you don't particularly have to worry about that. But, um, you know, even modding her with like an offense, that's not really a terrible idea just because even a couple... Um, you know, a couple missed crits on an AOE or something, you know, that lost damage could be enough to make that offense set better just because as it starts stacking, the difference between them stays the same. And as it stacks higher, that percentage difference uh, between them kind of basically approaches zero. Um, I hope that made sense, but... Uh, yeah, that was really informative for sure. I this is one of those conversations I actually could follow. <laughs> oh, cool. Some of the times you're like some of the times I just space out and go to chat and do other <laughs> things while you explain uh big numbers that I'll just have you tell me what you meant later, but uh that made a lot of sense. Like more you got the graphs, so if you haven't seen the graphs, um we can post them on Discord for anyone that's listening to the show and didn't get to see the pictures, but they they can be visible to those listening to the audio podcast uh, upon request because I know that it's, you know, when you're listening, it's it's a lot harder to picture something that we've given visual clues to for everyone sure. else for. So, um, yeah, check that out. But it, is, it does make it a lot easier to digest. So I have a f- – no, I know what I'm going to do now with mine – uh, I know it'll be a lot easier for me that way um, with the mods that I own. So, yeah, very good stuff. For sure. Cool. Um, uh, Chicken Bob asked for a quick recap, so we'll give a quick recap. Quick recap is if you're going for damage output on General Anakin, you're going to want to go with an 
offense set bonus instead of the crit damage set bonus in basically all circumstances just because you're going to want to have plenty of protection around him. Otherwise, you won't be adding enough offense through secondaries to get him into that realm where crit damage makes more sense. Plus, makes it more difficult to counter versus Padme teams. Um, other than that, stack up your protection, defense, add in a little bit of speed, and you have one tasty General Anakin Skywalker, one that Padme would love love to do something to. And I so. think that the biggest, the other big takeaway I caught was uh, two offense primaries is probably the sweep spot and then protection for the other ones. Yeah, I, you know, if you go with a protection, if you're going with protection arrow rather than a speed arrow, or, you know, if that's kind of your thought process, you could definitely move in, uh, you know, a secondary offense, um, another offense primary and really amp your damage up also by the way the offense primaries that i discussed throughout this entire thing is a six dot primary so the eight and a half percent offense um i didn't mention that before i want to be clear that i am assuming all six dot mods um as far as all this of, stuff goes. of course that's all yes. i have is six dot mods <laughs> no all you have is plenty of slicing material to slice all your mods to six dot <laughs> yes exactly that's what i'm saying so I can take them there easy. We're good to go. Everything is fine here. Nothing to see. Uh, we should probably move Situation on. Situation normal. Yes. How are you? <laughs> uh, very funny. All right. Cool. Uh, well, that covers modding General Anakin Skywalker. But one thing I want to tell you guys about. I I don't know about you, but the you know there's so much Star Wars lore and. You have these movies, and they all have, like, books that accompany them. You know, The Last Jedi has a novelization of it. The Rise of Skywalker, the novelization. I th- I don't think it's come out yet, but I think it's supposed to come out here pretty soon. Um, if you guys want a Star Wars audiobook, you can get one for free. If you go to audibletrial.com slash shattered order, um, go Get a free 30-day trial on Audible, and it will get you a free audiobook that you get to keep, even if you cancel the trial within the first 30 days. Um, so if cool, you take cool a year and a half to read books like I do, yeah, you're still good. I'm the same way. <laughs> I, I love Even when you have someone reading it to you. Yeah. You know? It, it's fabulous. Uh, you know, if you're listening to this, you like podcasts, you like having stuff, you know. To play in the car. Look, I'm telling you. this. There you go. I don't know why I've never done this, and I need to just get to that website and do it because I, for the most part, listen to sports talk in my car. Me too. And I work Saturday nights, and on Sunday mornings when I'm driving home, it's all infomercials on every channel Sunday mornings. So I always need something to listen to on Sunday mornings when I'm driving home from work. So it would be nice to have an audiobook to play even if i played it them would. for a year on sunday mornings this audible thing is perfect for that so i'm gonna have to I, go get me a book <laughs> yeah and hopefully some of you out there listening will too maybe you're in the same situation who knows but i'm gonna have to what's that website again audibletrial.com slash shattered order it'll okay, be in the good. show notes so all right sweet make sure you good. check that out all right, cool. Let's go to this. 
strong with us this update is, young Padawans. Oh, Lord so have mercy. I kind of just shoehorn this into this show because this was supposed to be kind of a... 2020, what's coming? What do we want? What do we want to see? Type of deal. Uh, General Anakin Skywalker, we just unlocked him. That's for some people that was right at the beginning of 2020. Excuse me, at the beginning of 2020 or right before it started. So it's kind of something that you're still working on here in the beginning of the year. It made sense. Uh, Finn came out a week and a half ago. Resistance hero Finn. How does that fit in with the new year? Well, even though I'm shoehorning this in here because we didn't do it last week, (laughs) I will say this. Sith Trooper, General Hux, Resistance Hero Finn, all a a, uh, look into what's coming in this next uh, few months because they did say that Episode 9 would be the focus until the spring. So... Resistance Hero Finn is not going to be the end of what we're getting from Rise of Skywalker. So it does kind of fit into the theme. Not to mention, we don't know how he's going to fit in with these uh, galactic legend characters of Rey and Kylo. So there's a lot of future stuff to go with this guy here. So he does kind of fit, but I didn't want to just completely skip this character and his kit. We did talk a little bit last week about how where he would fit in 3v3 and how, or even in 5v5 uh, in a resistance team. Uh, So let's just kind of talk about why we would think this Finn could replace the other Finn and the reasons for that because of the way his kit looks. Great idea. All right. So we got resistance hero Finn. I honestly thought and maybe still think that now that the movie's out, we're going to change his name. To General Finn, because he is a general now. I probably shouldn't say things like that. I'm going to go spoiler-free spoiler. for the rest of, rest of here on out. I'm sorry for anyone that has not seen the movie. It's been out for two weeks. Uh, probably still not enough time for spoilers. I want to see the movie a second <laughs> time, and I still haven't had enough time to go see it a second time. So I understand if people haven't uh. seen it. I don't think that's a big spoiler. Uh, Han was a general in the end of the original trilogy, so it's. I don't think that's it's a spo- big a spoiler. But that's fair. Anyways, Resistance Hero Finn. As I continue with my non-spoiler <laughs> kit reveal, uh, Resistance Hero Finn. He is a light side attacker for the Resistance. Uh, he's listed as a supportive attacker who is inspiration empowers his allies on the battlefield. Ooh, I like I know, it. Right, that inspires me to read the rest of this kit. All right, abilities: basic, mending fire. He has a very odd stance, by the way. Yes, the- I've never seen anyone with a gun in a fight or in a battle stand with the gun up by their head like that. Okay, so, uh, before we dig into this too far, look, <laughs> the the whole. What do you, what do you call like the graphic, the image, the character model of mm. Resistance Hero Finn, as people have been calling him Banana Republic Finn, which I think is quite fitting. I'll be honest, man, I'm not digging it. Uh, he, I, I think it's funny that he's got his uh, his uh, XLR camera bag 
hanging off the side of his body. <laughs> like, he's totally ready for the next photo shoot. If you want to fight, that's fine. But if you would like to be taken, take a nice picture by that tree over there, I can handle that too. <laughs> I don't remember him having a bag in the movie either. I'm going to have to pay more I'm, attention. It just, I, I don't know. The, yeah, the whole model for this guy, I'm just uh, not not a very big fan of. It looks similar to in the movie, I will say that. I don't know about the bag. It does. The bag is a questionable. I don't remember a bag, but I mean, yeah. it doesn't look terrible. I remember people hated Nest when she came out because she was wearing, you know, the latest Reeboks. But, you know, <laughs> we've all gotten used to that, too. So that is totally fair. Um. Yeah. So, basic uh, ability: mending fire. Uh, let me just stand here with my gun pointed in the air next to my head before I shoot. Mending fire. Deal special damage to target enemy. Special damage. So keep that in mind. And the weakest resistance ally recovers ten percent health and protection. Those numbers are massive for a <laughs> basic ability heal. Yeah, if resistance hero good. Finn is not inspired. Reduce the cooldown of strength of will by one, which is his first special. Okay. So he's not inspired, which we haven't talked about yet, but it a new another new character with another new buff. So we're all about that life again. Yay. I know. It, it's starting to get a little ridiculous, if I just have <laughs> to say so myself. Every new character gets their own buff. It's it's weird. That is but, true. Um Yeah, so not only does special damage uh heals the weakest resistance ally 10% health and protection very huge heals and if he's not inspired reduces the cooldown of strength of will by 1 so what okay. is strength of will it is his first special with a cooldown of 4 final text resistance hero finn becomes inspired so if he's not inspired that basic will lower that cooldown to try to get that inspire back quicker so he becomes inspired and then deals special damage again twice to target enemy, which can't be evaded. So a double tap. Swap turn meter with another resistance ally. Uh, this attack has plus 10% defense penetration and plus 5% crit damage for each inspired ally. So not only does he attack twice, now you're giving turn meter to whoever you want. Uh and the attack, both those double taps will have plus ten percent defense pin and plus five percent crit damage for inspired allies. Interesting. And what is an inspired ally? Inspired Great means question. resistance characters gain bonuses when they are inspired. This effect expires after three receiving three crit hits. So you have to be hit three times, but not just three times. You have to be crit hit three times to lose lose inspired. Okay. Interesting. So what does Inspired do for each type of character? Well, that would be his second special, another four-to-turn cooldown called Rallying Call. Final text, dispel debuffs from all allies. So it cleanses everyone and then deals special damage to all enemies and rally, rally all resistance allies. And basically, this is what it does. Rallied characters act based on their roles. Depending on who you have in the team, everyone's going to do this. Tanks are going to taunt and gain crit hit immunity for two turns. 
Attackers are going to assist on the attack, and healers and supports will restore 15% health and protection to everyone. So depending on how many healers you can get, or healers or supports on your team you have, that heal can end up being pretty big. So Very nice. Very, I like it. Very good ability as far as... I mean, this is almost... This is awesome for a like multi, not a multi assist, but one of those abilities that calls everyone to do something. Like yeah. it's not like a normal mass assist. This is more like a everybody uses one of their specials ability. Yeah, kind of. Well, and one really interesting thing about this is we have RJT who is a tank in the game, but doesn't freaking taunt, which is weird. This actually makes her now taunt. she will. So that which I is, think funny because a lot of the time i will force taunt ray with r2d2 just because of how much uh foresight she gets and how much health and protection she has yeah so i'm totally okay with making her taunt as well because she can she usually lasts through it just fine so that's uh, a good thing i I assume they're not going to do a new bb8 so BB-8 and Secret Intel, I assume, still going to be kind of a big part of the Resistance team. So having him on there, him alone, is going to give 15% health and protection to all allies, which is really cool. And um, uh, so this guy is an attacker, so... uh, Let's let's go off the 5v5 team that we normally... We said we would probably run um, before. You got RJT as a tank, so she'll taunt and gain crit hit immunity. R2D2 is a support, so he would help heal. So there's 15% health and protection from him. Same from BB8, so you're already up to 30% health and protection heal. Uh, and then the last one, you've got uh, Finn and uh resistance trooper was the other one i think he's an attacker so resistance trooper would attack and add double exposes most likely as well as finn attacking with that aoe there's a lot of good things happening on that if you're using that team yeah i love it and it's kind of like a choose your own adventure type thing you know depending on who you have yeah depending on who's in there that might mean this ability might shape a team to be honest because we also had oh, talked yeah, about sure. um whether or not you would keep regular finn in there and i think you gain more from resistance trooper and that might help that that uh, decision be easier to replace either finn or resistance trooper with resistance hero finn because if you put if you keep regular finn in there all you're gaining is another taunt and crit hit immunity because finn is also a tank so, I think Resistance mm. Trooper does more with this ability than you would gain by having Finn instead of Resistance Trooper. Yeah, probably. So, uh, and uh, outside of the fir- first order, um, Kylo specifically, I can't think of any other teams where you're actually best off using two of the same character. Um, I feel like that's. Something that uh, that they would generally try to avoid. Um, a few scenarios where, you know, like a couple Hans might be okay together. But in general, you know, there's not a lot of, lot of that. So I, I would assume that 
he would come in and kind of replace somebody. Um, but the like we're talking about that synergy that he kind of has with RJT making her like a viable tank. Very curious to see what the new Ray brings because I mean, I would think he's going to have great synergy with her. I, I, I'm so confused as to where they're going with the resistance faction. I, I think I get where they're going with first order. Um, there, there's enough characters with kits that kind of work in different ways but I feel like resistance is just so uh not sure what the word is, but um I'm just not sure how how they're gonna spread these characters out without making one character kind of needed in multiple teams. Yeah, I think we're gonna get some more see it's hard. We've got a lot of so bounty hunters, for example, have enough for two teams. You make one team, it's really good. The second team is not great, but still decent. And I think that in the end, we're going to end up with a really good resistance team and a semi-decent resistance team, but not two that are outright amazing. You know what I mean? I think that they're going to release a character that makes a secondary team uh, viable, but maybe not against the top meta teams. You know what I mean? Kind of like if you were to run yeah. a Zam bounty hunter team and a Bosk bounty hunter team. Well, that, okay, I, I see what you're saying, and that's possible. But and I wouldn't expect second team be able to take out the meta, but I, I mean, I would expect it to be pretty useful in Grand Arena and Territory War. I'm just not sure that I see the way that they're going actually getting us there. But of course, it is possible. I mean. Finn and Resistance Trooper are basically the same character. They're fabulous attackers, so you can kind of split them up and put them on two different teams. I I, I guess BB-8 and RJT are the big questions for me. Yeah, uh, it's... I don't know. It would be nice to have one that was good on defense and one that was good on offense. I'd be totally fine with that. Making them, Mm -hmm. like set in a certain role or maybe one that was good on both and one that was only good on defense or only good on offense that would make sense but i guess we'll see what the breakdown becomes because joker mentions we have enough for two first order teams now crew and hux leads yeah but hux lead has ended up ends up with like first order tie fighter pilot first order special forces tie fighter pilot and you know all the leftovers and i don't know because i haven't played with them enough to know if that is a Really good team, average team, bad team. You know what I mean. So I'm not. I'm not. I'm not sure. Yeah. Don't forget and, Phasma and, lead. I love Phasma. I miss Phasma lead. Oh, I totally <laughs> agree. Um, yeah, but yeah, it would be interesting to, um, because think of it. What, what's your leftover with resistance wise, right? Poe, Re- Scavenger Ray, uh, resistance pilot. Rose Tico, Finn, Amelin Holdo. I mean, those are a lot of really good characters. Now, if you were to be, if you got one in there that had a good leader ability, or one was yeah. uploaded, uploaded, reworked, <laughs> or you know, touched up with a good leader ability, there are a lot of good characters in there to make a good team. So that's fair. And then, and then it doesn't even have to revolve around resistance because Ray without, or not resistance, but expose because Ray without expose was always good for a long time as long as they 
yeah. the leader ups her damage a little bit more. She can just be ridiculous under a new leader. Uh, Poe as a tank has always been a good one with that AOE uh, turn meter removal. Yep. Uh, resistance pilot's not great, um, at least from what I remember about them. But Emmeline Holdo, I love her. The AOE days. Oh, she's very yeah. uh, she's very stout with she, the she's health underrated. Protection. She's quite good. And then of course Finn is a great one. If you're taking him out and putting him in the secondary team, Finn after his rework is a great character as well. So there is enough there. There's enough. That once it's brought together can be a good secondary team. It just needs something at this point. And we still don't know what Galactic Legend Ray or Kylo are. So we might end up having RJT be the leader of that secondary team with the four core four that we were talking about for the other team going under the new Ray. So you never know what will end up happening. Joker brings up a good point in chat. We're really missing the old Finn lead. No other good leaders yet. Totally agree. Uh, and to me, I guess that's that's the big problem is, um, you know, the other Finn, it was actually the old Finn lead was pretty versatile, allowed you to have two resistance teams. So, you know, if they can get back another good resistance leader, I, you know, I guess that's all it would take is, you know, one good leader to add a little bit more synergy between some of these characters. So we'll see. Yeah, because as far as I, I know, the only other leader is Poe and his isn't great. And it's what is it? Resistance allies gain 30% offense and 15% potency. So, okay. That is definitely a character that came out in the first two months of this game. Leader Billy. Yeah. And was a monster for a while. Yeah, Drew. 3PO might as well be part of one of those resistance teams. So, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, The last ability is unique. Spark of resistance. All resistance allies have 100% counter chance. So that's good. 50% defense and 15 50% tenacity while resistance hero Finn is inspired. Additionally, while resistance hero Finn is inspired, when an ally is prevented from using an ability during their turn, they recover 40% health and protection and gain 40% turn meter. So when an ally is prevented from using an ability during their turn, they recover 40% health. So does that mean ability block? Um, what is that talking about? Yes, I, I think it would be like um, an ability block or stun, stun. Um, I, God, why am I drawing a blank on some of these other things that fear? No, okay. I think fear fear is probably the big one. Mm-hmm. I think fear is the big thing that you know, really creates that very specific wording. Um, because I, I would presume that at some point this team's going to counter Malak and Darth Revan. So, so something like that could be very important. Uh, here's another question about this kit. And I'm, it kind of leads into the future of 2020. Staying with our, our episode theme here. But okay. his... Uh, where is it? Okay, here it is. This attack has plus 10% defense penetration and plus 5% critical damage for each inspired ally. Nothing in his kit inspires anyone but himself. Yes, uh, that's a great point that uh, 
I wanted to mention earlier and just kind of forgot about. Um, each inspired ally. I mean, so we could totally see inspired become the new secret intel. And maybe that's what they're planning on doing is to move BB-8 over and then have inspired be the thing that, um, you know, that kind of brings the team together in a sense. I have a feeling that it's it has something to do with Galactic Ray or maybe we haven't we're going to see another uh resistance character that brings that to everyone not just Finn. So I think that wording yeah. is important there because he can only inspire himself but the wording there is for each other inspired ally, not other, but each inspired ally. So it includes himself. But I don't think they'd put that in his ability. If it were only himself, it would say if he's inspired, right? So here's a prediction. All right. Here's what's going to happen with inspired. (laughs) The new Ray will have a thing in her leader ability in which characters who are inspired are immune to percent damage effects. That could that could definitely be. That would counter Malik and Padme. Um and then if you know there's a little there's some crit immunity stuff in here which would kind of help counter General Anakin to some degree. Um you know, th- there's a lot they could do with this inspired thing. You know, it's something that can kind of ebb and flow, kind of depending on how things go. Um you know, if it kind of follows the same thing of crit removes it uh, or so many crits remove it, then you have to get it back or something. It could be a really interesting mechanic. And um, who yeah, knows? It's gonna, I guess we'll see. Holidays, right? We talked at the opening of the show that we are glad they are over. Another reason oh I'm God, glad yes. they're over is I really want that road ahead post for this quarter. And see yeah. what is going on this quarter. What can we can expect? It's been a while. I know they all need their vacations. And I totally understand that. I have no problem with the communication over holidays. Because as much as there needs to be done for this game, everyone's a human and everyone deserves time off. I know when I'm work, I want my time off. I'm sure they do too. So I hope they enjoyed it. And I hope they come back with good news, good information, and exciting inspiring stuff for the beginning of 2020 here because I am looking forward to good things in this game in this year because I can't have another year like last year. Not to say it was all bad last year, but towards the end there where it was all gearing and relics and we need something inspiring, I guess, so... (laughs) (laughs) Like I said before, I I feel like they spent this past year kind of building a foundation for new content going forward. I think that was an important part of Relics is just getting it to where, you know, all these percentage mods actually matter to where, you know, you're increasing all these stats massively and it'll really change the way you mod characters. I think that's important, one, for the next stage of mods and also the next stage of content so yep absolutely so we will see i do like this character i didn't like him enough to spend any money on him but 
I am excited for when he becomes farmable because he, I do like the kit. Even if I don't like yeah. his stance or kind of his uh, photographer backpack, those types of things, the character kit is fun. And it will be more interesting once we find out more about new Resistance characters because I've yeah. honestly always enjoyed the Resistance faction more than First Order, even though First Order lately has more interesting stuff going on. Um I'm really looking forward to see what happens with the resistance. So, yeah. And I think it all started I with that too. Finn lead that I discovered and blew through Galactic Wars for so long with because it just made resistance so much more fun. Not to mention Sith Raid came out and you know, RJT was the the just the thing for a long time. Yeah. I don't know. I've always liked resistance, so I agree. I am on a big first order kick, though. Um, I cannot uh, wait to get some more first order. I know you are. That's why I'm like, I kind of want. Here's the here's the part that sucks for me. Like, I would totally go all in on resistance while you went all in on first order, just for the sake of the show because we both like those factions. Yeah. But my Holdo is still five star. My Rose is still five star, and I have a what feeling. What are you doing, man? Okay. Who 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 would prioritize Rose and uh, I'm not I didn't want to prioritize Dude, those I've, two over Vulture Droid and this is the this is the worst part on for oh, them. I wanted to farm ships before I wanted to farm them. <laughs> Man, come on, Rose is great. I even put a Zeta on her. That's how good she is. Oh, I know. Right? Yeah, you totally. That was totally not forced. Um, at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, wasn't. We could make a wager. But you don't need to make a wager. I want to gear those people, and I'm almost done with those ships, which means that Rose and Holdo are back on the docket once they're finished, ah, and that's a couple days you. away, so... Cool. They're bringing them back. You know, I might gear them while I, while I farm them, so I, I kind of really just want to get resistance up there, and First Order isn't going to help me so much in territory battles as First Order might with the light side territory battles. So, working on Resistance along with having relicked out uh, Galactic Republic and um, Five Hundred First will end up being a good thing, I think. That's Until they announce the Jedi rework, and then I will be very far behind on that. So, yeah, there's that. All right, well, let's move on to our next topic. Hey, boys, do you have any tips for us less experienced players? So uh, I got a very big, big tip here. I'm sure you do. Very big tip. (laughs) All righty. I need to pull that. What would you say a week or two ago? I need to pull whatever that was and put that in there. I like things that are hard. Yes, that. Yes. <laughs> That's the quote. He said yeah. it again. Doubled. Mm, making it easy. Making it, it easy. E- well. Um. <laughs> All right. So going back to the poll, uh, we asked a question. So th- we're going to talk about something that I pulled from Reddit 
in an episode maybe March last year. It's been a long time since I did it. But basically what I did is I went to Reddit and I pulled quality of life suggestions for the last two months. And there were a lot of them. So I pulled, I've got two sections to this uh, main topic. And those are quality of life changes we'd like to see in the game in 2020. Uh, I have the poll question here with 88 responses. We're going to start with that. And then I'm going to credit a lot of users that put uh, posts up on Reddit with uh, quality of life suggestions in the last two months. And we'll talk about some of those, but just kind of ideas for quality of life that we want to see. And these are non-content related. So I know quality of life wise, we all want new content. That is the biggest quality of life thing that you could possibly give, at least to me right now. But totally fair. We all play this game every single day, and there are little things that they can do to make playing this game easier, better, more fun, you know. So we're going to talk about a few of those things as we go. Now, uh, I have the answers to the question on the screen. I have not read through all of these, so if something really ridiculous pops up on here, that is from our listeners who wrote them in. Um if it starts getting crazy, we won't put them on the screen anymore going forward on the show. So, yes, I'm just saying, if people started doing this for fun so because it goes on the stream, then we won't put it on the stream. So, gotcha. just warning you guys. But we're going to go look through some of these right now on some of your... The question was, if you were granted one, one single quality of life change in 2020, what would you want it to be? So let's start looking over some of these. Do you have this pulled up for you? I do. And there were, so there were two that I see over and over in general. I mean, there were just a ton of people that put these. Uh, ship squad management and mod management. Yeah, those are definitely the two biggest ones from people. Is a better way to manage your mods. And a better way to manage ship squads since we have so many of them now that we can make. Uh, and I totally am on board with the ship squad at this point because it's getting in harder and harder having to dig through that small list of ships on the left rather than just click on a button and say, this is the one I want. Put that one in on defense. And then when you're on offense, just clicking on the one you want to use and like, it used to be you only had one or two, and it was pretty easy. But now we're getting into the where you have three or four squads. Soon enough, you'll probably have five squads. Um, so yeah, we will see. But yeah, uh, we'll talk a little bit about more specific types of mod management because I've got some that I really want to see. But uh, I'm gonna just kind of read off some of these. You chime in where you if you agree or disagree, and we'll go from there. Uh, Better means of tracking gear. And I can think of one specific thing for this that's really important that you can't do right now. Do you know what I'm going to say? I don't. Okay, so relics. To build the relic salvage, you have to... If you want better Uh, return on certain things, you have to have a character that needs that piece of gear right now. With a better means of tracking gear or a way to just look up gear pieces and build them, that would get rid of the need for me to have a Gear 5 Lobot to make Mark 5 BAW mods, for example. 
Yeah. So I'm totally on board with a better means for tracking gear, better way to search for it and then find the piece you want to farm. Like if you want to just farm a piece specifically, if you wanted to turn other gears into a specific type of gear for mod salvage, I'm totally on board with a better way to uh, to track gear. Sorry, I got distracted by Drew saying it's weird to hear me talking about ships. Uh, I am wearing a ship shirt. You like that? Yeah, X, I like X it. X-Wings and TIE Fighters all day long. Love it. Um, There's one thing on here that if I could pick of all things, I think I would... This is the one thing I would want. Um, well, there's one person that put better officer tools, but specifically territory battle review. And then someone else put better officer commands and data for territory war slash TB. It it's, it's so frustrating and it's insane that we don't have a review period for territory battles. I, I don't, I Especially don't understand why we don't. More data to crunch or exactly. take in at the end of a territory battle than there is at the end of a territory war. I mean, granted, there's there's plenty to glean from at the end of a territory war, but at a territory battle, you can't say, okay, so how much did we miss that star in phase three by? And what do we need to aspire to in the next territory battle? Well, I don't know. I didn't yep. take a screenshot of it. There's no review yep. phase. You can't go back and look. It's, it's just really annoying. And I completely agree. Um, so that would be my number one. I do like Fix Five's bug. That's a good one. Oh, good Lord, yes. <laughs> For it's, Pete's sake. It's just one of those ones where it needs it's to just be fixed. stupid. I, I feel like the holidays <clears throat> played a part in why that's not fixed yet. I hope that's the reason. Um, Challenge update. This is one that I find interesting because the one right after it is stun gun grind relief. We really need a new tier tier of challenges. And stun guns... If they were to add stun guns to a challenge tier, I don't feel like there are anything below gear 11 and 12 that is really a problem anymore. Because on both of my accounts, and I know that a lot of people won't be this way, but for me, on both of my accounts, I'm over 300 uh, Carbontes now. So Carbontes aren't as big of a problem as they used to be. I'm finding it a lot easier to get those things. I'm not finding them needed as much now that I'm at the top on characters going for relics. Uh, You don't need those Carbontes as much. But one thing you do need, even in the low areas of characters, and as well in gear 13 and gear 12 pieces, is that freaking stun gun. It's used across everything, and there's no place where it was made easier to grind. The only place it was made easier to grind was get one, or guild event token C... Token C? Guild event tokens one. You can buy them for that, which is what I've been doing, which is why I can't get my... General Skywalker to seven star right now because I used yeah. it all on whenever I saw uh, stun guns. So adding new challenge tiers with hard to get pieces or like gear block pieces is a huge quality of life update that I can totally get on board with. Yep, hundred percent. I mean, if they would just add stun guns kind of the way they add, you know, the other part of the eyeball 
uh, or Carbani or, you know, whatever, something like that would just, it'd be amazing, you know? Um, Let's say three times five. So if you, if you, even if you got 3% and you got 15 three days three a times week. times a week. Yeah. That's not even... One a, stun gun a week, almost. It's almost one stun gun. So it's not even a full one a week, but it is enough, in my opinion, to help e- ease that farm. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's definitely a good one that, that was put on here. But let's keep looking through. Practice arena battles. I know that's one that people really like. Uh, being able to yeah. fight without having to commit 10 minutes of defense with a bad team. Even if it didn't mean anything. I mean, that's that's kind of the sandbox thing that people have talked about for a long time. Fix the lag. There was an update about oh, two months good. ago that has just made this Man. game so laggy. It's I don't know. It's awful. Yeah. It's so awful. I, I I play on a newer iPhone. It's an iPhone 11. And all the time it will lag out. I won't have anything else open. And it will just lag like crazy. You'll hit something, and then it'll be a second or two before anyone does an action, and they like go on the other side of the screen and attack the wall, but yet it hits the character, and then they snap back, and yeah. it's just it. The performance of the game is terrible right now. Like that, it desperately needs to be fixed. Yeah, I don't know what they did to it recently or what they added to make it run so slow, but it is definitely on the slow side recently. Um, here's another one I'm sure you'll get on board with. Be able to quit, and you've already said this, so I know you'll be on board. Be able to quit and rejoin Grand Arena before roster lock. Oh, God. <laughs> and the people that wrote that a lot. That was a big one on here. Yeah, that's... Yeah. Yep. Uh, I agree. That's pretty much all I saw on here that was like, super interesting that i wanted to discuss this one says all raids on sim i just want them to get hurry up for that heroic aat one i do too um and hopefully they redo the rewards to make them a little bit better because they're kind of terrible at the moment here's here's a question if what if they when and if they do get to heroic sith raid simming is that going to suddenly give the entire guild the cha- same chance to get a full... Well, I mean, everyone would have the same pay- chance. Will they lower the chance to get a full piece at that point? Since everyone uh, would be getting it? Well, I mean, if they do what they did with the Rancor, on average, you will be getting more gear you know, per completion. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I would assume so. I, I would... You know, the top people will be getting less chance of getting full stuff. But the bottom people will be getting a much better chance, I would assume. Yeah, it'll be that. I don't know when that's going to happen, but we will see, and hopefully, it does do well. Uh, yeah, you're. There's a lot of interesting stuff on here. Um, so what? what you had some other stuff in the notes. Uh. Was this all stuff that came from Reddit? It was. And I'm sorry to divert because I saw one more thing on the poll I wanted to mention. Someone wrote in as a quality of life change they wanted in 2020. Jerry, front and center on the game loading screen, people would come back to the game just to see it. That's probably true. I like that one. That one's actually pretty good. (laughs) I'd be totally totally fine with Jerry showing up (laughs) right there. Who doesn't love Jerry? 
<laughs> um, I mean, I love the idea of Jerry. <laughs> All right, so uh, fair. These are ideas for Reddit. Uh, I went and I looked on newest. And I searched QOL. So these are all uh, quality of life suggestions that people had tagged on Reddit. Uh, I got their names here just so I can credit the right people. If you like the idea, you can pat them on the back. If you hate the idea, you can kick them in the ass. It's your choice depending on what you think of the idea. But um, first one comes from Akai Tuna Ninja. Ace... Asi Tuna Ninja? I don't know. Anyways, uh, it's a save defense button for GAC. Uh, basically, it's like a squad builder-like function for full defenses, saved across rounds as well as possibly across championships. So you know, every new champ, yeah. every new round, you have to to set your defense again. I, this would be perfect for me because I never change my defense really, and to be able to save the same defense across rounds in the same GAC, I would. Absolutely. Now, I hear it in your voice, and I'm with you. Is this an absolute necessity or something that I would want them to prioritize above other things? No, because I can just save it in Squad Builder as GAC defense and then save the squads in there, and that's what I do currently. But it is an idea that I would be totally fine with. I don't think they'll ever do this. I think they like people in there looking at their squads, thinking about who to place and... That kind of leads to more analyzing and you know stuff like that for those type of people. Um, yeah, that would not be too bad. What would be nice is this. If you had a saved defense and you missed setting your defense, if it pulled your saved defense instead of auto uh, setting a defense. That would be cool. Um, or... Yeah, having like a default defense type thing or, um, you know, I think it should just, there should be a better way to do the auto defense. But then again, I mean, set your defense. But yeah, that I wouldn't mind that. All right. Uh, next one comes from the dorkiest dad. No, this is not my screen name. Uh, and this is one that's been around forever. A buy all button for bronziums. I would settle for a buy 10 button. I don't want to buy all. Because there are sometimes yeah, good totally deals agree. in the weekly store for ally points. But a buy there 10, are. I would definitely be okay with. Well, not recently. 150K <laughs> for 15 prestige? Are you kidding me? Crazy. I, I feel... I, I heard the T-Money accidentally click. And I oh. feel very bad for her. No. <laughs> yes. I oh, saw that man. on their Twitter account, I think. Oh. Yeah. F's in oh. chat for uh, Team Money's <laughs> Team Money's ally coins. Brutal. Um, yeah. So this is something that's been around forever. Not something to dwell on, but I would totally be okay with a buy 10. Let me spend... Uh, it's like when you sit at a... a, a, a never mind. We're not going to talk about slot machines because then we talk about just how close this is to going to Vegas and pulling on that... Uh, Lever, but yeah. 
I like this next one from MT857. Increase the mod inventory cap and smarter mod filtering in the cell screen. Uh, the the cell thing I think is desperately needed. It's frustrating trying to sell mods, especially when they have this stupid inventory cap. And they've already mentioned that there's some sort of reason that makes it very difficult to increase the inventory cap for whatever reason. Um, so if they can't do that, we really need a way to get rid of mods because we get so many of them. It's frustrating. And and the ability to sell mods directly from your inbox. Seriously. Please. Or more importantly to me. Oh, well, well yeah. So from your inbox. And if you're. If you are. You pull a mod up. All right. Let's say I'm going to play the mod game. And this is part of the reason I don't play the mod game that often. Because when you sort things and then you level them or slice them, they disappear from the list and you got to go find them again. Oh, yeah. But let's say I bring up a mod. I slide it to six. It doesn't hit on one of the stats that I want. I don't want it anymore. There should be a sell button right there. Get rid of it. Let me go to the next one. Don't make me go find it. Don't like make me try to find it again to sell it. I want a sell button next to my slice and upgrade buttons. Ah, oh, that would be nice. That would be so nice. I, I don't know if they'd do it. You'd have to have like a double confirmation because there'd be people accidentally selling crap. You're like, yes, but- it hit five times on speed. Sell. No. Yeah. yeah, give me a yeah, give me a are you sure button. And I'm okay with uh, clicking that twice instead of clicking ten times to find the mod again to sell it. That's totally fair. So yeah. That's actually M in M Kitsies. We should have a wink tries for these names for Reddit. <laughs> but M Kitsies is the one. His next one was the sell button next to upgrade slice button when bringing a mod up. So, oh yeah. Uh, next one you've got John Oak ninety nine double filtering. Now that factions cross over, for example, Galactic Republic Jedi or Separatist yes. droids. This makes a lot of sense, and I will yes. say this since I've already said this many times. I am now playing MSF in MSF. In the filter menu, you can pick many things as long as they cross over. You can go as far down as you want as long as there are multiple characters with those tags on them. So adding that to the filtering in Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes would be perfect because sometimes I just want to see my Geonosians. Actually, Geonosians you can go to on their own. But Separatist droids you can't really go to on their own. You can go to droids. You can go to Separatists. But you're going to see everything there. It'd be nice to have a filter for those types. For of sure. So totally agree. Um. So I don't feel very strongly about this next one. Uh, what is this next one? Oh, I. This will never happen. It's just an idea that I read and I liked, only because it really does apply to me, and uh, that's. It was mentioned that if you Aluxtu, Aluxtu, we're going to go with that. Aluxtu said, if you miss one or all of your energy payouts, allow them to be claimed later for crystals. Uh, I am on board for this. As long as it doesn't equal a refresh or else it's kind of pointless. You can just buy the refreshes. But I, I think it's silly. <laughs> I I would prefer them to make it easier to move your refreshes and stuff. I think you should be able to move your refreshes independently of 
your arena payouts. Um, yeah, that would be totally fine for me too because once I moved my arena payout from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m., uh, that moved my bonus noon bonus energy to 3 p.m., which worked perfectly because I'm always awake during the day on days I work at that time. So I can always get the noon energy uh, on my main account now, but my alt account is still noon. And half the week I don't get my noon energy. Half the week I don't get certain energies just because of my weird sleep schedule. Now everyone else in the world, not everyone else, there's a lot of night shifters out there. Shout out to you guys. I'm with you. But uh, yeah, not being able to claim it because you got to go to sleep kind of sucks. So it'd be nice to be able to, yay, claim it somehow or move it like you're saying. Yep. Um, Sir Duber, a.k.a. Future Man, would like some sort of indicator show that there are new chat messages. Eh, not real exciting. I have been messaged so many times and I don't know I got them until like three days after a Grand Arena match because I just do not open chat. Oh, yeah. I hadn't thought about that. Well, that's a good point. Because there's nothing to say, hey, your Grand Arena... Your Grand Arena opponent has tried to send you a message. Nothing shows up unless you open that's, the chat. That's true. So it'd be nice that there if, was just like a red dot on the chat to say, hey, someone opened a chat with you. Go check yep. it out. You can say yes or no from there, but it'd be nice to know those things in real time as opposed to I just happened to open chat a week later and saw your message. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, that would be better for DMs than like guild stuff. Yeah, the guild stuff, guild stuff, that would always yeah, be that, red if it was guild stuff. But the yeah. other types of chats that are there that are secondary and I'm don't okay. show up there, well, that I, I would yep. really be down for that. I, I really like this next one by AJM77. Ability to cancel or cash out guild gear requests. I don't know how many times there have been where I'm like pinging people being like, hey, can you give me this? I'm trying to... Get this finished and get it before. And I only you know, need GA three, or whatever. Exactly. And I have three. It would be great but if you no could one just else is, claim them. And no one else is giving them for the next twelve that, hours. And that's a fair trade-off. You get to collect them now. You miss out on the other two you might possibly get, but you have control over it. That that would be great. Yep. Or you cancel the crappy one that you put in by accident for yeah. one you actually need. So. Um, Malayosher Gaming uh, Ability to see health and protection numbers When you long press on an enemy or ally I wouldn't mind that Because it brings up all these stats you, you know, you'll see status effects And all that sort of stuff It would be great if they would add in the actual numbers That way, you know Because that stuff does matter in a lot of these battles well, yeah, especially if you know that you're going for, let's say, you know that Finn's going next and he's been hitting for 250k on hits or whatever. Not 250k, that really wouldn't help in an arena. But let's say we, you know he's hitting for 75k. You click on him and you see, okay, well, this guy's got 65k health left. This next hit's probably going to kill him. Or let's yep. say, oh, he's got 90k. I'm going to need another hit to take this guy out. Things like that. Yep. It's just information that it doesn't hurt to be added in there, you know? Yep. Uh, that is true. 34TM3138 says, stop 
auto-populating squads, and I am yes. totally on board with this. 100%. I can't it's so simple. tell you how many times you get in the middle of a Grand Arena match, and you're like, okay, I'm going to use uh, my best squad now, and it auto-filled, and you see with your peripheral that your, your leader's there, and two or three of the right characters are there, and then you start it, and you're like, why is crew with the Sith Empire? Or whatever. Yep. Make me pick the team I want so that I don't accidentally click. Not to mention, you can. it's very easy with the lag that's been in this game for too much to accidentally double-click to start something because you clicked once, it didn't go, so you clicked again, but the second click gets registered as start battle. Yeah. And now you're starting the battle with a team you didn't want. So if the, or, if the squad doesn't auto-populate, that doesn't happen because you're, it'll give you at least a warning saying you're going in with an undersized squad or whatever. Or mm. if it's going to auto-populate, take, you know, make it auto-populate something from in your squad selector deal. Yeah, at least something usable, not like what they make grand or, grand yeah. or galactic war squads. GP is a <laughs> terrible way of doing it, but oh well. No, no doubt. Um. All right. Rosie Bear says countdown timer till arena payout on profile screen. I thought this one this, was interesting. Uh, I this is something that this is more. I don't know. Maybe on the lock screen on my phone. If there was like a widget for that, that would be cool. But no, this is basically your payout time. Well, no, it's not for you. It's to know your opponents. The profile screen, it would show you if you clicked on their name, how long oh, until their payout. Oh, I got, okay. That, so it'd say, gotcha. this guy's payout that for arena is in sense. five okay. hours and 23 minutes. His fleet arena is six screen. hours and 23 minutes. I don't know minutes. why. Yeah, that's what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that would get, sure. a, you would instantly know who was fighting out of their payout time. <laughs> yeah, but that that kind of leads towards the it, you it, know shard mafias it, it, and kind of helps them. It is completely and I don't think wants that a shard mafia quality of life change that people yeah. are asking for because now you know that 100%. this dude is hitting you for sure out of his arena pan. <laughs> Not <laughs> yes. I just thought it was an interesting one to throw out there, right? Because I would like to know of our listeners who would be okay, would want that and who wouldn't. Uh, All right, so this next one by Friendly Fire thirteen thirty seven, I feel very, very strongly about display points next to defeated squads in GAC and Territory War. Not difficult, very simple. Let's get done. I mean, yeah, I want to know. No reason like, not to. If you beat it on one turn, I want to know what your score was. Exactly, you know, and not even Swagaga shows that; it just shows who won. Right, yep. you can figure out the points by looking at the health protection and everything. But yeah, it's uh, th- this would be an absolutely amazing uh, change. Uh, this this would be fabulous. This is it would, this might be in my top five. Yeah, it would be great because you'd be able to like, okay, so what are they doing to this team, and what can I do to make my team better for defense? Like, is there a character I can yep. swap out to make this? them not do that every time like why are they getting s- full health and full protection against this team you know who i don't know i like that one a lot 100 uh emperor's <laughs> emperor named e-h-m-p-e-r-o-r-r 
Love that spelling. Uh, gear tier sort needs to sort by relic power. Yes. I mean, why doesn't why? it do this? This is so it silly. Should do that automatically, I think. It, but I mean, that it is. Each relic tier is basically a new gear tier. Fix it, CG. Come on. Yeah, it's weird that it doesn't do that. I don't know. So, uh, Raffle Connell. Raffle Connell? I don't know. Raffle Canal? I don't know. He's still trying this. Anyways, he put up a good chunk of them. Uh, separate, separate out ship sims as an additional tracking item in TB. Uh, yes. The reason I think that's important, because when I'm looking at who still has CMs to do, a lot of times numbers involve the ship CM and yep. it kind of distorts things because at some point you can't do ships anymore. At least for us, ships are always closed before characters are and you still got to do characters. So if I could just see character CMs, I would know who is maxed out and who hasn't. So this is more about character CMs to me. If you split out ship CMs from those, it's more about characters for me because I can finally see Hey, you're not four of four on CMs. Go get in there and do your CMs or whatever. But it would be nice 100%. for those to be separated. Uh, second to that is don't auto select a capital ship for TB CMs. Kind of same thing as the characters we talked about there a second ago. Yep. Uh, so better platoon commands. I am totally on board with that. A lot of times there are platoons where we're not going to fill three and four. But there are no officer tools to close certain platoon numbers in platoons. You can only close off platoons or open platoons. So better platoon commands would be nice to say, we're not going for any of these. I want to know if people go into this. Who? Okay, here. Oh, look. I'm going to throw some shade at our guild here. No, I'm not calling anyone out specifically. And they might not be using these characters and might not matter. But... We cannot fill platoons in Lightside GOTB, and we've said do not platoon ships in Lightside GOTB. Still happens. So if I can close them all off, each of them, I would like to know who's still doing it and who doesn't list, hasn't seen that we said, why even waste time on this? Yep. Well, and something else is that, that we totally missed, in fact. Um, we could have filled two of the platoons, um, had we been paying attention, but next time we're going to focus on that as in the ships, we're going to be able to fill two of them, but it is going to be very important to get everyone coordinated and understanding exactly where to go. And it would be great if they didn't have to look in discord just to find that out. It'd be great if they could just go in game and be super quick and easy. Just please. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, rev- Next one, the review, Back to the phase, review phase for territory battle. Yeah, I talked about that. So important. This one's big for me because I've done it and I've did it. Do <laughs> okay. you want to talk about laziness? All right. I always set my defense for Galactic or for Grand Arena, the first one, and let it auto deploy the next two. Always do. You want to talk about laziness? I screwed up on the first one of the current one we're in and put a Sokotano lead with uh, Echo and Fives. Oh, <laughs> and then put Shakti. In, I put Shakti in just so to try to fake people out from my mistake. I put Shakti in with a Padme lead and JKR. Nice. 
And if there was an edit button for Territory War squads or Grand Arena squads, I could have switched those to where they belonged. But I have done three rounds now with the two Togrudas switched on their spots just because I'm too lazy to go and set an entire defense again because I've missed up. I messed up two characters that looked similar. And this should be fairly simple. We have edit buttons in squad manager. Just make it like that. Um, Completely on board with that. I don't know why you can't edit your squad. Don't tell me. Yeah, don't. Very, I can't. Very silly. I can't delete the squad. I've taken up that spot, but I should be able to edit it to what I want it to be. If I put the wrong character in there. Um, all right. Next thing is Kaku98 that says some kind of indicator near gear pieces to show which relic salvage it corresponds to. That would be kind of cool. There was an image on this and I wanted to save it and show it on the, the stream. But it basically was the gear piece. And then the bottom right was a small square kind of overlapping the gear piece that showed the what piece of uh, salvage it makes for relics, which is kind of important for if you're throwing random pieces onto random characters at different times. Some of those pieces could be some of the higher end relics six and seven salvages that you'd rather build from those pieces than throw them on a character. So it'd be nice to know. It's more, it would be more important, say for the, Relic five, six, and seven pieces, as opposed to anything below that, because now you got white pieces with a square on it. But if you're going to do it, you're going to probably end up doing it for everything. So it's an interesting idea. I don't know that it would work because of the fact that every single piece in the game would now have that small square on it. But it was an interesting idea. That's why I put it in there. Yep. Um, and the last one by Danger ASA is. Something they've talked about doing that they want to do, and that is showing the number of stacks of hidden buffs and debuffs. For example, Wampa has stacking offense. The whole 501st has stacking offense. I um, advocated for this when Wampa came out. It makes no sense that it does not show this type of thing. No, It's something you have to totally keep track good. of in your mind, and I have never once tried to keep track of these things. It should be indicated in the game. It is a mechanic that is important in my opinion, to what you do with your characters and how you continue to try to add those buffs to your characters. I don't know why it's invisible and with no way to see it. Yep. So that's totally fair. <laughs> chicken, chicken bottom. You're killing me right now. Just saying. Oh. All right. We have one thing left to do. And, uh, you know, it's been a while, so uh, let's see if you guys remember what this means. It's time for the sexy bearded duo to battle in their swoga knowledge in the most exciting trivia event in the Outer Rim. It's time for the Shattered Order Trivia. May the Force be with you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Tesh Karn has brought us trivia this week. I love trivia. It's so great. Oh, I do, too. It's the best. We're getting to the point now where we're so trivia-starred. Anytime we get it, it's like, huh. This is my jam right here. We're going back to yeah. the we're going back to the uh, 160s now. 
Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is going to be awesome. I'm pretty pumped. So, uh, I'm not sure what to expect on this. It's, um, I don't think there's any specific topic. Should be good, though. Grab bag. That's what we're going with for topic, uh, for topic, uh, topic. Anyways, the number, the trivia code for this week, if you go to Quizzes app on your phone or you go to quizzes.com slash join, the code is 823558. The code again is 823558. Hit that into your Quizzes app, under your website, and you can play and see where you rank against the rest of us that are playing this good time trivia. I say good time because I have a good feeling that I am going to crush it this week. Mm, nope. I'm sorry, sir. <laughs> you are about to get destroyed. <laughs> More than likely than what I said, but we will see. So, All right. Let's do this. Let's do this. Leroy Jenkins. All right. First question is... Which can boost a tune's crit damage the most? Sith Trooper with advantage, Asajj Unique, Shakti Special on clones, or Boba Fett's leadership? I have my answer. Do you have yours? I have a guess. I'm going to click on it. Oh, it's wrong. I picked Boba Fett's leadership. I picked Shakti's. How much is hers? Uh, Each time it is 25% and it can stack up to five times. So 125% critical damage. Say I picked Boba's leadership. It's what, 50%? Yes. No. Whoopsie. Are the other ones longer? What were the other ones? Sith Trooper with advantage was one. And I don't remember the second one. I don't remember. Yeah. All right. My, uh, my, what I said is totally coming true. All right. Whose lead would increase the gear 12 L3's defense the most at the start of battle? Ethkoth, mm. Vandor Chewie, Clone Wars Chewie, or Stormtrooper Han? Uh, crap. I, I have my guess. Oh my gosh, dang it, I got it wrong. How? Okay. I thought uh. above 100% health, Stormtrooper Han gave offense, and under 100% health, he gave defense. No, it's the other way around. Then I would have totally picked I, Stormtrooper Han if I had remembered it the correct way. I think it's based on 50% health. Why, but why would he give defense I've, if you're higher health? That doesn't make any sense. Well, it's because you want to nuke someone before you die. You're about to die, so you're like, you're just, you're going all in. You're Leroy Jenkins! (laughs) My thought is, okay, I'm about to die. I'm going to curl into a ball and give myself more defense. Well, that is just silly. All right, I got to go check. I'm going to go look just because I'm curious here. All allies gain 40% defense while above 50% health and 35% offense while below 50% health. That is so odd to me that they would be what I consider to be backwards. 
I thought Clone Wars Chewbacca gave more than that. Oh, no. Huh. It's plus 50 defense. And a 50% chance to gain defense up. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So the percent- I was thinking that Clone Wars Chewie was like 50 or 60%, but nope. Well, it was 50, but it wasn't percentage. So, all right. Well, yep. Han wins. Man. Hopefully. All right. Too. Question number three. All right. Three of six. Who deals additional damage when attacking out of turn? Echo, Droideka, Watt Tambor, or Count Dooku? I have my answer. All right, I have mine as well. I chose Dooku. I count two of us that got it right. <laughs> I, I, Watt Tambor, not going to happen because even if he attacked out a turn and added a, a dot, it wasn't going to happen that turn. So yes, yeah. All right, all right. Switching gears. Skelturix recently released a heroic Sith raid video of General General Skywalker clones soloing Phase Two, Night Sisters soloing Phase One, New Finn soloing all phases, or Shakti clones doing 100 million damage. Shout out to Skelturix! No kidding, <laughs> pretty pretty legit, uh, impressive run, and. What did you select? I selected Shakti and clones doing over 100 million damage uh, in the heroic set. Indeed. So for any of, Freaking nasty. So, you know, shout out to our guy, Skell. Uh, if you haven't seen his video, go check it out. Skell Turex on YouTube has a video of Shakti and the clones doing 100 million damage in the heroic Sith insane. raid. Insane. Absolutely so. insane. Here you go. In that video, who did the most damage? Fives, Rex, Echo, or Arc Trooper? And I think I remember this. Do you? I think, All but right. I'm. Once I guess it, I'll probably. Be wrong. What did you select? Did you already select? I haven't. I did. I haven't picked, but I'm thinking it's Rex. But I, by all circumstances, I would think it should be Echo. Mm. Okay. God damn it! Your reactions made me pick Echo, and I was originally gonna <laughs> pick Rex. <laughs> Rex was the correct answer. Yeah, His special Rex, ability that, special... that does the stacking percent. I mean, he can quickly start shooting one, five, ten million damage. I mean, he just he can do some ten. Maybe it doesn't get quite that high. I'm not sure what it gets up to, but I, I've seen him. I can't believe I allowed know, myself to psych myself out. <laughs> it was definitely Rex. Uh, I should have clicked Rex like I, I knew it was. I tried to sell it the best I could. You did. It worked. I looked right at your All face. Right. <laughs> um, All right. Question number six. So last question. What was the secret? By the way, Skell, let Tesh know when you solo it. I have a bet going. All right. Who? What was the secret? Shock T targets Echo for crit damage. Fives dies early. Mod Rex for mega offense. Or avoid isolate. I think I know. All right. I've guessed. And you selected? Fives dies early. Because everything that I've seen correct. about the video was that... Uh, everything I saw about the video was how do I get fives to die early? No. Remember to put him in the fifth slot as well because if he's not there, it doesn't matter. 
That is true. You want that extra speed. Get him get him going nice and fast and really just start nuking people. Pretty good yeah, exactly. stuff. Pretty good stuff. All right. Well, I got uh I I did. I got a redemption. I did the redemption, which I got right. We won't really. So did I. We won't really count it. So I got three out of six right. Um. With the redemption, I was at a hundred percent. So I would have been five out of six. Very nice. Prior to the redemption. Thanks. Fifty percent, man. I'm passing. Wait, no, I'm not. (laughs) What? Kind of. This is why I'm not going back to school. Oh, that's fair. Yep. All right. Well, that is pretty much going to do it for episode 178 of the Shadow Horror Podcast. Um, There is not going to be a Chosen Ones podcast this week. Uh, We both have not been back to see Rise of Skywalker yet. We need to do it soon so we can talk about that. I desperately need to start watching the Clone War series. It's about to start. I just, I need to get on it. Hopefully, I'll find time so I can start covering that. I have um, an idea for my Rebels watch, but I'm not sure that it would be something people would want to do. So I'm going to have to talk to you about it, the idea, and then we'll come out and decide if we think it's a good idea. But uh, I have ideas for my Rebels podcast, and uh, we'll see what I end up going with. And I plan to start that soon because. Obviously, watching a Rebels episode doesn't take very long. Recording a short podcast about that short episode wouldn't take very long. So I look, I'm hoping to start that here in the next week or so. Now that we don't have Mandalorian, it'd be nice to get more new Star Wars that I haven't seen in there. Especially with uh, Clone Wars, the last season of Clone Wars coming in. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta catch up on Clone Wars. I think I'm one, I have one season I haven't seen, so... Oof. Gotta finish that All off right. by February. Yeah, we got. I got a lot to do before that yeah, comes me out. Too. So looking forward. Cool. All right. Well, uh, we will be back next week with episode 179 of the Shadow Horror Podcast. Um, As we march our way for everything we talked about, we're the f- in the show notes. Check those out if you need them. But uh, yeah, anything else? Uh, join our Discord. Discord.me slash Shattered Order. Oh, Come yeah. hang out with us. Uh, love talking to everybody there. We have a lot of different channels now. You want to talk about TV. You want to talk about sports. You want to talk about episode nine. You want to talk about Mandalorian. You want to talk about Swaga. All it's it. all there and it's all going all day. So. Come hang out with us. Discord.me slash Shattered We'd love to have you. So until next week, as we continue our march to the four year mark, We will catch you next week. Later.